even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Welcome back, my friends. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie, the center of this ring, De Jesus. And I am Woken, John Turiano. <laughs> and you are listening to episode 12. See, the Woken thing works better if you listen to the other show. Yeah. The Woken thing works better. Yeah. Episode 12. Yeah. The Dirty Dozen. I just don't got to have energy for this today. <laughs> anyway, um... Contact information as always. You can reach the show at uh, thesmarkygeeks.com. Call hotline number at 347-762-7596. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast catcher you use. Just type in the Smarky Geeks and you will find us. Uh, we are also proud members of. Nope, that's a different podcast. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Smarky Geeks at Frank DeJesus at the John Turiano <laughs> Jesus Christ uh, please join our Facebook group it is a fun lively group I love it it's my favorite place to be online right now um, it's alright <laughs> uh, we're also on Instagram at the Smarky Geeks and on Twitter at the Smarky Geeks uh, yeah I said that that's right you did and uh, not on with this horrible fucking show Oh, um, train wreck of a show. This is almost as horrible as this week in wrestling. Uh, oh my god! Okay, but let's Real do quick, some news though. Yeah, there's a couple of things. Yeah. Um, right now, the biggest free agent in pro wrestling is Marty Skrull, the villain. Yeah, the biggest free agent in pro wrestling. He's re- he's basically made. We talked about it. Made an appearance at the end of, at the NWA, mm-hmm. which means he's going to challenge the NWA title. We don't think it's a long run there. He's just there. Do he? He's basically doing what he wants to do. He's doing whatever he wants to do. And Remember, he's we, smart. T- we talked about it when we were watching Wrestle yeah. Kingdom today. When Kota Ibushi was a free agent, he did what he wanted to do. Yeah. He wanted to wrestle here. He wanted to wrestle here. Yeah, but the, the difference—not to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. Difference was Marty Scroll has options. Options like he has, like no one was really. Kota Ibushi was a star and all, but no one was really like throwing money at him right. to be wherever he wanted. Um, Kota Ibushi was just literally doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Regardless of whatever people right. were offering him, so uh, Marty's doing some NWA stuff, but everybody thinks he's going to AEW. That that's the prevailing thought. That's the reason I end up. Yeah. Story came out this week. I don't know how true it is that Ring of Honor is going to offer him quote unquote WWE main roster money to stay with Ring of Honor. And the story the story is that he's only do like forty Ring of Honor dates a year. But he's gonna be part of the contract. Allow him to work in the NWA and AEW. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Here's the problem. For my problem with it, how do you know Ring of Honor still gonna be in business in a year? I mean, then. I mean, they will. I mean, in a year, they still have a lot of time. The Sinclair is backing them, so. Yeah. They are still a lot, of, and then they but always that, start they need, the year off good. But they always they need so much fun. Yeah, they do. They do, for sure. But they always... I mean, this year has been starting good for them. Ish. You know, right. you know, they got good signees and shit like that. 
possibly right. Skrull now part of this idea. Bandito just signed. Bandito signed, like, re-signed. Because um, he, he signed last year. Like, one, a one-year yeah, contract yeah. last year. Rush re-signed. Matt Taven like, resigned. Matt Taven resigned. So they, they always start the new year really strong. That's how, I remember last year they started strong. With, right. You know, with with um, Rush and or, or Roosh or whatever. Um, Skrull was there and all this. Uh, Bandino and um, uh, Dragon Lee and all these other guys just signed up, you know. And then, you know, they ended the year the way they ended it. I think they, Ring of Honor lost a lot of its luster after the G1. Yeah. Yeah. No, because they got shown up. We told we've talked about this on both shows. Mm-hmm. They got they got shown up by New Japan. Yeah. New Japan was the highlight of that G one. Yeah. The supercard. It was New Japan with Ring of Honor. Right. Yeah. You know, Ring of Honor's got a lot of work to do to get themselves back up, and if anybody could do it, they can. And it doesn't help that Japan, New Japan, kind of distance themselves from Ring of Honor as well. Right. You know, I saw something on Facebook somewhere. Everybody calls NXT the the real no the greatest developmental for WWE. No, Ring of Honor is the greatest developmental for for WWE right now. <laughs> Look at all the talent in WWE right now. The, the top stars, they're all Ring of Honor talent. Yeah. You know, they all made their bones in Ring of Honor. Yeah. So, Ring of Honor has a lot of work to do. They got to get their reputation back. And the story came out. I forgot who said it. That they're not paying the talent right. Like the doctors are not. Diagnosing concussions, right? Mm-hmm. Joey Mercury came out with it. Yeah. So well, they, yeah, careful, Joey Mercury. He's been saying a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah. What I'm saying is, yeah. what my whole thing, I listen to both shows. You know, where the smoke is fire. I always say that. I always say when the smoke, it's also a possibility that someone's blowing smoke up your ass. Right. Too. So it goes both ways. Yeah. My boss likes to say there are two, there are three sides to every story. There's one side, there's what your one side is saying, and what the other side is saying, then there's the truth. Mm-hmm. So I think there might be some truth to what he's saying, but they they have to get in front of it. Yeah. Then they had the incident with Bully Ray where he threatened the fan. Oh, they yeah. said something about his fiance, um one of the knockouts. I can't remember the fucking name. Velvet Sky. Oh. That was an incident where where Ring of Honor Security had to get the get get the fan in the back to make sure everything was okay. And there's a lot of bad crap coming out. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of work ahead of them. Yeah, you know we saw their recent shows. They're not drawing dick. That's not good. Ring of Honor used to sell out shit. Mm-hmm. Watch Ring of Honor stuff now. Now look at them two years ago when Bullet Club and all that when all those big guys were there. It's a complete one eighty. Yeah, they have a lot of work ahead of them. And the problem with Ring of Honor is they got big, or big as they were gonna get, and they're still doing those same arenas, but they're not drawing the crowds. It looks like crap now. Yeah, Impact kind of did a smarter thing where they knew they're not going to draw the big crowd, right? So they, so they do a small. smaller, yeah, they do a smaller crowd. Um, but back to Marty though, I I mean I kind of we talked about this before where we thought we were talking about where he was going to go, and I said I wouldn't be surprised if he went to Ring of Honor because one he seems like the guy that would be like, listen, you've been good to me. So I'll be good to you. And if, and if there's enough money on the table, I'm sure he'll sign with them. Um, and Ring of Honor has more of a reason than any company, really, to want him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, WWE wants him, sure. But they, they don't want, need him. They don't need him. But 
Grant any company. I think any of the companies need them, but none of them are like need them. Need them. You know what I'm saying? Right. AEW, same thing. They definitely want him. They definitely want him. But again, they don't really need him. You know. And Marty's got to also look at where he's gonna go that he's gonna be used the best. Yeah. He's gonna. He's also gonna probably. I mean, we don't know where he has creative control over his character. Mm-hmm. So, and Ring of Honor gives him that. And you know, you know, Ring of Honor signed. They're gonna make him the top star. Yeah, they're gonna put that belt on him as quickly as they can. Yeah, and there's so many places he can go to. I wouldn't be like Ring of Honor. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. New Japan is such an option because he has so much still left to do there. Right. With Will Ospreay and all that stuff. So. Yeah, he got the options. I think I that's mean, cool. It's, a, it's cool. And cool Ring of Honor signs them, telling him he can work other promotions too. We'll see Marty everywhere. Yeah. And that, that's just great for us. Mm-hmm. And that's great for him. He's making money. He's getting his brand out there even more. Yeah. And if he forms new Bill, if he reforms Villain Enterprises, he can form Villain Enterprises everywhere now. Yeah. Imagine like one big faction just, just roaming the wrestling world, just destroying everything in its path. <laughs> How cool would that be? It's kind of like um, Bullet Club was like that well, at right. one point, where they had the Bullet Club Latin America, Bullet Club. Right. The Japan one, obviously. And they had a Bullet Club America with, with the, the, the Bucks, Bucks and uh, Adam Cole and all that shit. That would be cool. Yeah. And then and now they're kind of doing that with Los Ingobernables. Yeah. There's like three versions of Los Ingobernables. There's the Mexican one, the Ring of Honor one, and then the Japan one. Um, yeah. All right. Let's get to nitty gritty because we have a lot to talk about this week. We have a lot of opinions this week. Well, well, well first... Um, what? You saw a few matches of uh, Russell King. Oh yeah, I did. Let's talk about that. Um, I enjoyed the hell out of it. When I watched it, yeah. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched the Okada, Ibushi match. Ibushi, the main event of night one. On night one, I watched the Jay White. Naito. Naito match. Another great match. I watched the Moxley Lance Archer match. Great match. And I watched the Will Osprey match. Oh, amazing match! Yes. Those rumors that I think I talked about Will Ospreay might have fractured his heel in that match. Like, yes and no. Like he did something. Yeah, he did. He obviously did something too. Right. Um, I don't know how bad it is because he was wrestling at New Year's Dash. Right. But you can see it was very tender, as he was like you could tell he wasn't putting weight on that foot, you know. But right. still doing great work. But you could tell like he got in, then he got out, let his tag partner do the work. But he was there. He was just walking and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, that Will Ospreay Horomo Takahashi match was my match of the night, possibly both nights. Um, that was such an amazing match. I loved it a lot. Uh, the Lance Archer John Moxie match I thought it was great. It was way that was good. Oh, that, was, that shit was amazing. They, they did great work with the that shit, and they did the the crowd stuff. Right, but it wasn't. Right, you talked about it that. It was short. Like they walked to a certain spot. It wasn't like they walked to set up a spot and then did stuff. They were just. They just. They put that shit together, and then the way that finish, the 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 Death Rider through the two tables. Right. Sheet. What I like, what I liked about the commentary was when he started pulling out the tables. They explained why the tables are under the ring uh, in case our tables get wrecked. Yeah. It was a nice little, nice little little touch. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have a lot of tables in the ring because we need them. Yeah. Not because it's because they're randomly there, which yeah. I thought was a nice little touch. Now you're not much of a New Japan guy right now. 
I'm getting you're getting there, yeah, yeah. obviously. But I mean, one of my new resolutions we talked about was watching more wrestling. Yeah, and I'm trying to now. Yeah, and you're doing it. What do you so, think of those tables, those smaller petite tables? It threw me off a little bit. Yeah. I was like, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I, it's something you gotta get used to. Yeah, but I, was I mean, curious. I was curious. To me, they look harder. They do. You know what I'm saying? They look like more like they're not. Like the the WWE tables are those thin little cardboard things. Like right. these these look like they're really hard fucking things yeah, to go through. That's what you said. Um, <laughs> um yeah, so I enjoyed what I watched. I'm gonna try to watch a little more whatever's on Daily Motion. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'll go on the, the new Japan app and we'll try to catch up. Yeah. If I don't watch everything, I don't watch everything. Like yeah, I'm not gonna you get where you need to go. Right. At some point the new Japan app is gonna split everything up into into separate matches. That's what I that's what I'm kinda what I'm waiting for. Yeah. I wanna um, watch I know the um Jushin Liger's last match is on there. Both of them. Yeah. Well he has the there's the first one where which actually was a decent match. I, I was surprised at how great it was. I talked about it already, I'm not gonna go into it. But there was that first one where it was him and all his rivalries and, and friends throughout the history. In one match, and then the next night was him and uh, Sano versus Hiromo Takahashi and Dragon Lee. Really, um, that was another great match too. Great send off. And then, and I'll, I'll transition out of Wrestle Kingdom right now. Uh, I'm going to New Year's Dash real quick, which was very bittersweet. Like if you if you want to see a grown man cry. <laughs> like that was me I was like the first it was kind of weird because the, the the actual retirement matches didn't feel sad at all even though he lost them it was very almost celebratory you know like the way that whole his night one right, and night right. two were it was just very celebratory it was just even though he lost and stuff like that it's just him saying his goodbyes but then New Year's Dash the, the next night after after Wrestle Kingdom it was his send off where they did the, the ceremony his retirement ceremony and then I'm watching and I'm like oh yeah this is sad but then they did like the 10 bell salute to him and I was like like after every bell it was just harder and harder I was like oh no and I don't know I don't think I've ever felt that way for any retiring wrestler you know yeah like where I was like oh man like this guy's gonna be gone I think the close outcome is probably Edge. Because it kind of came out of nowhere. That's true, yeah. Like we weren't, nobody was expecting the Edge. And they just gave him the title the night yeah. before. Then he came out the next day and had to retire because of injuries. Like, damn, okay. Yeah. That was weird. And another one could be like Daniel Bryan when the first time he retired. That Remember? When he came yeah, out yeah, and he talked about yeah, his yeah. father and stuff like that. That was, that was sad too, yeah. But... I don't know. I just felt like this felt final. And it's great to see him go out this way, too, because he's still... He went out on top. Yeah, and he's still healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still... Like, he, he doesn't... He has not missed the beat. Like, he's still fast. He still can do top rope moves and shit like that, you know? Um, And he's he's leaving while he can still do that. He can still walk. You know? Right. He's not, like, broken down. And that's great. But yeah, it was it was bittersweet, I, and I loved it a lot. Like the, the little send off, and everyone was coming into the ring. Like different factions would come into the ring and do different things with him. Tanahashi was bawling throughout this whole thing and shit like that. But yeah, it was it was great. I thought I liked it a lot. All right. New Year's Dash. All right, let's get into this because we both oh, have. One yeah, more I'm thing. sorry. 
I'm sorry. I'm just. No, trying, I'm no. just trying to delay this. I know you are. That's why I'm just <laughs> interrupting. I know you are. All right, let's get into this. Let's go through NXT first because we both have opinions on AEW. Well, let's just do the whole thing from the start. You know, do the ratings and all that stuff. All right, so I mean, and the, then the commentary. Well, I didn't go. I didn't the ratings and AEW won the ratings like by over two hundred thousand. Though I will say this: watching AEW, which we'll get into. That number seems a little high. Just what do you mean? Like it's, they, they do almost a million views yeah. for that show. That show is not worth a million views. Well, saying. no, we'll see what it is next week right. based on that show. Right. You, you have the, to, the viewing of this show was based off of the weeks before. Right. My surprise is why did that comeback episode be the the New Year's episode was so high? You know, because they did almost a million there too. Right. They did higher, really. You know, why was that so high after that horrible December 18th episode? Yeah. Think of that. Like, they were, they did a horrible uh, gimmick, whatever the fuck you want to talk, call it, December 18th. They ended the show horribly with the Dark Order shit. Was gone a week. And then when they came back, they did almost a million. Right? What? No. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah they I'm were talking. gone because they, they didn't do a Christmas thing. Right. So they were gone a week, and then they came back for New Year's. And they drew almost a million. They drew almost a million. And going up against the NXT award show. Yeah, a clip, a clip show. Right, right. Which took like almost 500000 Right. From that. So that was weird to me. Like, how did that, especially on New Year's. I f- I'm going to say this. I did my little rant about how horrible we are as fans. I'm going to say this. I feel like there's something going on. Like it, Something doesn't seem right. Like, it seems a little weird. What do you mean? I don't know. Man, I'm just I'm just talking on my ass at this point. It just seems like... Why would they... Like like you said, it just seems weird the way the numbers came out. That, this is what people are doing. This is, It's not... No one's playing with these numbers. Yeah, that's how I was um, going with it. No, it's, it's, just, it's just the numbers that came out. It's what people do. But it, it's... So they drew that number, and then they drew this number for this week's episode, which was a great number and all, and they beat everything. Obviously, um, NXT didn't even rank in the top 50, right. unfortunately. Um, which is weird. I mean, it's going to it's gonna say a lot for NXT and WWE, because if you track the, the weeks, it's not a perfect track, but you can see that you know things went uphill... When they did the Survivor Series um, gimmicks, right? And then things started going downhill after, you know? Yeah, because this felt... So that's going to be... that's gonna, that's gonna gonna There's going to be a lot of changes. They're going to be like, all right, we're going to have to do more programs. Mixing the NXT with the main roster. Well, I want to see what happens next week. Before, I mean, I, the worst thing they could do would be to make, make a rash... Like, jump, do something quick... Without give it a couple of weeks, see what they draw next week, and go from there. You know what I'm saying? Just don't just. Well, yeah, obviously, but as of right now, this is what the numbers are saying. You know, that Survivor Series push is gone or is leaving. You know, everyone who was going to be a fan from those Raw and SmackDown stuff have left. Not everyone, I'm sure, but you know, like it's dropping. And now, in order to get those numbers back up, they're probably gonna have to do another program with WWE. You know? Yeah. Because that was the magic sauce, it seems. Um, I don't want it to be that, but no. that, that might be based on the, that current tracking. I'm sure they'll wait. They got Royal Rumble and stuff like that coming up and stuff like that. So 
there there are still things to see. Why do I keep moving my hands? Um, <laughs> there are still things to see as to as to you know how to track. It's still early. Yeah. Um. AW I mean, number was great and all, but still. All right. So let's let's talk about NXT. So yes, you won. So AW won the com won the um rank ratings and they won the demo. Yeah. Now um, commentary. Commentary. To me, again, it's a, uh, it's, a gar- it's a lost tie. They both lose. lose. Yeah, I mean... Um, granted, I would say JR was not bad. He wasn't horrible or anything like that, but I'm, I still don't want him there anymore. Yeah. And then, and then Morrow on the other show, I'm just... I'm, I'm done with him. I just, and then, yeah, it's just, I'm, t- I'm sorry. I'm All just, right. I don't want to pile on him. All right, so um, let's get to... Let's, talk, let's go through... Let's, let me blow through NXT real quick. No. Because I'm on a chain and no, I'm no. be on least. No, that's why I'm doing it. No, no, let's do NXT last because there's not much to say about NXT. All right, so let's get into AEW then. Um, oh, fuck. Okay, what was the opening match? Opening match was great. Uh, they, well, first they opened up with the, the, the one another one of their great video packages. Um, and then, you know, showing how, you know, um, Adam Page is, you know, Dissenting and whatnot to the, the elite and stuff like that. And what happened last week. Or how he didn't want to go in the ring when the elite won. So, that, that was their video package. Uh, and then they go into the match. And it's uh, AJ... Uh, AJ. I was supposed to say AJ Lee. AJ Styles, rather. It's uh, Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus Private Party. It's gonna get it started. Um, Stop doing that. <laughs> And uh, what I thought was a great match. Um, I, I four-snarked it. It was a lot of fun. This is what I want Private Party to be doing. You know, they're, they're getting taken out of their wheelhouse a lot here. Yeah. And that's perfect. That's You were showing them a lot of growth and stuff like that. Um, and I like how things got pushed, to, you know, story-wise. This is, their, like, you know, they're not just jumping the gun with it where these two... Because they disagree with each other, are gonna lose this match. You know, right. they they won, regardless. You know, they still were great wrestlers, and then they beat they beat the team, and they got they pulled together when they needed to pull together. You know, and then telling the story of Adam Page is getting more and more frustrated with this. He doesn't want to be part of this, and he gets being put part of this, and he's getting put and he he doesn't have an argument against it either because he keeps winning with them. Right. So he's getting more and more frustrated. So the story's great. Um, and then they did the, the Nakazawa thing. Yeah, with Pac attack. With Pac, Pac attack back there. Had him in the ring, the ring's side or whatever, wherever he's calling it. And, yeah. And, and you couldn't tell it was Nakazawa. I didn't know who it was. Yeah. You know who I thought it was? I thought it was Tully Blanchard. I'm like, why did they attack a Tully Blanchard? No. That's no, what I thought it was for half a I second. mean, in my head, I knew it was going to be Nakazawa because why else? Who else? Why? Yeah. Right. It wouldn't he, be anyone he else. He wants Kenny Omega. He wants Kenny Omega. But... I was like, like, why do it? act? No, no, not why. I understand why he's doing it, but act like, you know, have Nakazawa's face in the picture, right? You know, that type of thing. Um, it's it's fine have him attack Nakazawa and all, and have Kenny Omega go run to save his friend. That's fine, but maybe follow up on this, right? He, okay. I see. I see what you're saying. Yo, follow up on it. Yo, like, like they did this last time too, where 
when uh, Pac kidnapped him. And then we didn't know what the fuck happened after that. We find out on next week's Dark, which is probably the same shit that's going to happen here. What happened with Nakazawa. And, I don't know. Okay. But the, the match itself was great. I liked it a lot. Good. It was uh, four snarks for me. I know I rather... I like the match. There's nothing against anybody in the match. I would rather a regular tag team... What do you mean? Like, like I want to see the tag team to be like so if Pac if Pac is Kenny and Hangman going to go for the tag belts or are they teaming them up just to move the storyline along well I think it's both I think we'll probably eventually see them go for the tag belts but because of their the little slight feud that they have here it's it might cause them the belts you know All right. when they're trying to go for that gold I, I like the story a lot because it, it, it's not so much like, he may go heel, Adam Page, but he may not go heel. It's just him being frustrated. He just right. doesn't want to be part of this. I just hope they don't drag it on for too long. Like, you know, I understand the slow build thing or whatever. Just don't drag it on too long. But no. what, what do you mean, drag like, it too long? Like, this, is a, this is different storytelling. They have, this is, these are quarter pay-per-views, so they have to drag them off to like six weeks at a time, these stories. So long as they drag it along smartly like they've been doing with this story fine but there's been a lot of repeats that they've been doing like like the moxie last week was like uh i'll answer next week and then they that was to push the story along you know and then this week they did the same shit with cody where we're like uh we'll yeah. answer you next week right i'm like can you come up with something new right i, I got a couple of things that they don't come up with new. we'll get into it later though Alright, so that, like, now what they, what, what, what the NXT AEW does, which is, I get why they do it, and actually later on in the show, they actually made use out of it. They always go to picture in picture, even when the match is over, even if they showing Adam Page walking to the ring. Oh, wait, they, they have a picture in picture. Hmm. Why? Because they don't want you switching over. That's the only reason. Okay. The picture in picture is useless to me. I, I hate it. Um, they only made one good use out of it. Oh, at AEW? Yeah, with Sammy Guevara. Well, they've been doing that lately. That's his gimmick now, where he so, does the, the signs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's I, been I doing that lately. That. Yeah. All right, we'll get into that later. But yeah, at least he does that. But even that, I don't even focus on, because that's not really... I actually focused on it, because I, I usually fast forward through yeah. it. But then I, when I glanced off, I'm like, what is he doing? So I had to rewind and watch it, because I wanted to see what the signs were saying. Yeah, that, that so was... I actually... You know what? I will say that it made me watch. Yeah, yeah, it it made it stopped you from flipping over. Right. But that's their gimmick now. It's the, the, do the the, the 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 cue cards and shit like that during the picture in picture, so right. people can look. You know, don't look. There's there's stuff happening. And here. what I like about the cue card, they Sam. Well, I'm jumping. I really had hmm. the Sam Guevara did. It told you what was coming on next. Yeah. Was that? I'm like, I'm like, all right, whatever. And then he hit on Sam Hayek. Yeah. Well, they did him. it with Jericho first in the ring with the inner circle and Jericho okay. Guevara was holding the cards and Jericho kept saying oh you trying oh, yeah, to stop yeah, me from yeah, talking look look yeah, see yeah. alright so this was good yeah but that's good the, the next was the women's match I don't want to move it along okay I'll do it <laughs> I'll do it let me no, just no, no, uh, no. let me just get to it let me just fucking get to it I can get to it we have the AEW Women's Championship Chris match. Statlander and Chris Rico. Statlander versus Riho um, which, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to help you out a little bit. Let's do the match itself first, just the match, nothing else besides the wrestling in the ring. What'd you think of the match itself? The match itself could have been great. 
Um, but they ruined it. They were doing great work. Right. And then um, you had Brandy come out and do commentary. And what pissed me off about that was Chris Statland, this whole character, she's an alien. Mm-hmm. It's a stupid character, but that's her character. And, and Brandy destroyed the character in like, one, in like two seconds. Like, she's not an alien. She's a girl wearing makeup. Oh no, that's fine. That's like, that's her being a heel. That's what she's supposed to do. Is destroy the other guy. But I just my problem is is that Brandy is horrible. Brandy was horrible on commentary. She kept calling Excalibur exhibit. That was funny. I got to say that was kind of funny. But regardless of that though, that that was a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, she wasn't being funny. She wasn't being real. Like that I was, know. I know. But I. Her on commentary was horrible. Like she, I just it sounds like she's acting. Yeah, right. and I want her to go back to what she was before when she was doing great promos. Yeah, so I, I was like, all right, this was horrible. And then, and then they did the 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 how they, nightmare the, collective. the nightmare collective shit starts just coming in to distract, and 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 that pissed me off. And they then they helped Rio. First they distracted Rio for Satlander. Then they helped Rio for the beast. Like it went, it was kind of all over the place. Like who were they helping? Who were they not helping? You know what I'm saying? Like first they helped Statlander out by trying to help him beat Rio. Yeah. Then but then Rio, the Statlander stopped. And then and then they helped. They then, they, they, then they decided to help Rio beat Statlander. Yeah, as a punishment to Statlander. Yeah, that, that like, makes sense. No, no, no. That that makes sense. I I, I understand no. against. I'm against this whole thing, but that. Oh yeah, please. That, trust me, I'm against this whole shit. Don't, now, don't get me started. And let's get to the worst part of this whole thing. What? For a couple of weeks, they've been teasing a new member of the um, Netware Collective. Oh. And we thought it was either Mikey. Ripper. I thought. No, I thought. I never texted you. I thought Mikey Ripper. Oh, Mikey Ripper. Yeah. Or Raven. You said Raven before, yeah. Right, but then I started thinking about it. I saw a picture of Mikey Whipper recently. I'm like, that might be my, Mikey Whipper. Which would make sense. You're bringing back a name that people know. Hmm. Who the fuck is Luthor? The, the wrestling death legend. Yeah, and Japan, he's, Jer- he's a friend of Jericho. He's a friend, yeah. He's a 50 year old, 300 pound guy. I'm like, friend of Jericho. I'm like, okay. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't understand it. I didn't, I and then, then the commentators are like, I couldn't tell if they knew him or not. Because some of the some of the comments acted they like they knew he was. They did the same gimmick as the, the, the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny thing yeah. where they didn't know who they were, who he was. No, no, they but didn't. The, but yeah, but, until Excalibur was like, that's Dr. Luther! Deathmatch, le- Japanese Deathmatch legend, Dr. Luther! How does Jerry, Jerry, Jim Ross not know who that Dr. Luther is? He's a legend, wrestling legend? You don't know who he is? It's a deathmatch. JR doesn't do deathmatch stuff. That that that's fine. That's you, you, that's nitpick shit. My problem is, is that this shit is not what I want on my fucking TV. You, I mean, you can nip and listen, nitpick all you want. Go for it, cause they deserve it at this point. Um, there's a part where I almost wanted to defend it later on. We'll get to it. But now I was like, no, I'm not gonna defend this. Okay, but. But let me go fuck this yeah. shit up. Yeah, like, yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Th- this this the, was the floor is yours. Why am I watching Monday Night Raw <laughs> on Wednesdays, John? <laughs> this is this is this is the Fiend, and I don't want to watch the Fiend on Wednesday nights, John. And 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 then 
Again, some dragon team be like, I could like, I could change it. It's your fault, John. <laughs> I have to blame someone. And then and then again, of course, as you were alluding to, who the fuck is Dr. Luther? Why is this like, oh great. You know, and then he's coming out of the fucking under the, the fucking ring. Like why? Wait, was he there the whole fucking time? Are they doing this shit? And then and then he they, <laughs> Keep going. I, I don't. And then, and then they did the, the, the distraction shit. And on the women's championship match, they did a a a, a, a champion a distraction finish, right? And they were doing their best to have a great fucking match. It was coming out great. And then they did this shit. And then after all that distraction and Dr. Luther and shit like that, and Rihu <laughs> jumps out the fucking ring and then. Gets right back in. They get right back into it, and it's coming. All right, all right, fine. They're back they're, on track. They're back on track. They did it again with the distraction finish, and then I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And there's more to come. Um, because <laughs> there was a. I'll say this about eight this night of AEW. It, it started out great and ended great, but there was like a whole hour of shit in the middle, which pissed me the fuck okay. off. And this was the start of it. So, so yeah, so Rio jumps back in, they have their match, and then, and then there was another distraction finish, and Chris Atlander loses this fucking... And and they they teased this match for almost four fucking weeks. See, that's the worst part you about know? it, because after the, the whole thing with her the other day, whatever, how that happened, you figured they would, they would do right and make it a good match. Someone needs to talk to someone and be like, yo, this is not... Like, uh, like, why is this happening after last week's episode? Last week's episode was great. Probably the best episode they've had, you know? And it wasn't this shit. It's like last week's episode, they heard the complaints and they heard everything and decided, let's get back to basics. And then someone else was like, fuck that. No, no, we can't have any of that. You know? All right, let's move on from this match, please. Because um, play yourself a heart attack. Uh, what happened next? Uh, next, oh, next is the Sammy Guevara versus uh, uh, Christopher Daniels. Oh my God! I like the one. Thing, the one thing I noticed, the, remember a few weeks ago, Daniels made that botch. We're going for the um, mood salt. Yeah. They they went they went. Th- what I like what they did was they showed it and they said, "No, he's getting older now. You know, everybody thinks he lost a step because he made a mistake." Yeah. I. That did, I thought that was gonna bother me when they did it. The oh, more the I thought about story? it, yeah. But the more I thought, I'm like, you know what? It worked. I considering his age, it kind of worked. Fine, if you want, if that's the th- silver lining in this shit. Yes. Because another distraction finish, a distraction finish straight out of the Raw SmackDown rule book here, where the guy comes out with a microphone and is like, ha ha ha, and then Christopher Daniels is like. I don't know how to wrestle anymore. And then Sammy Guevara comes up and gets the fucking pin. Are you kidding me? Okay. I got two problems. That That's my first problem. My second problem is they did back-to-back matches with the same storyline. Oh, don't get me started with that. There's three fucking yes. recruitments going on yeah. here. What the fuck? <laughs> is, is no one editing this shit and saying, hey, we're repeating a lot. 
<laughs> I noticed that. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, dude. I'm like, come on. See, here, all right. Before we move on, I gotta say some stuff, okay? What do you gotta say, John? Shut up, Frankie. What, what, what are you. Is it to defend us? No. Because I, I would literally smack you in the face. Here's the problem AW's having. Here's the problem. They're trying to be too big too soon. What they need to do... No. What? No. Yes. That's not, that's not the... Yes, it is. Here's the thing. They're trying... They went small here. No, but they're trying to be... I'm trying to have words right. I'll tell you what they're trying to be here. What they're trying mean? to be raw SmackDown. That's not what Part I want. That's not what, what I, they promised me. See, the problem is they came out when AEW started. I said this in the beginning. When AEW started, their whole motto is, we're going to change the world. That was their whole motto, which is fine. But then, when you're not doing that, when you're basically doing what you're seeing on Raw and SmackDown every week, you're not changing the world. They got... They they went they went too big too quick. They should have they had a they're not built they, 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 they they're that. not doing their world building right. If that makes any sense, no. They're not. they they're not slowly seeping stuff into their into their world. The AW world. They're trying to do too much at once. That the AW got three recruitments going on. You oh, have the thing. Yeah. You have the thing with look. I'll give you the Kenny Omega thing with Hangman. And I'll give it to you. They're doing that. That's another story. They got the Cody and MJF thing, which is including Diamond Dallas Page and Dustin Rhodes. Don't get me fucking started on that. <laughs> you know where I'm going with that. They got too much. They got too many storylines. Plus, they got the Blade, the Bunny. They got too many um, stories going on at the exact same time, and a lot of them are exactly the same fucking storyline. That's my only problem with it. I don't mind the multiple storylines. I, I I don't mind two or three storylines. But when there were like five or six going on, and they're all like supposed to be, they're, they're trying to make every storyline this complex thing with as many people as they can. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think what you're trying to say is that they're, they're, they got too many storylines that are too many main event storylines. Right. And too many, like, you should be focusing on this. Honestly, they don't have, like, they have other storylines going on that are not main event storylines. Like, and, um, and, they're, and they're putting them on dark or they're not showing them at all for weeks on end. Yeah. So that. I feel like some of this stuff here should have been that. You know what storyline I want to see? Just based on a couple of promos they did this week, I kind of want to see Joey Janela keep saving, saving, go at it. I want to see that feud. Yeah, that's yeah, that's one of their that should be that like. should be a good feud. Yeah. All right, so so let me get back to this shit. Yes, um, please. So yeah, so they did another distraction finish uh, again, right out of the WWE rule book, where guy comes out, Christopher Daniels forgets how to wrestle. And then Sammy Guevara takes advantage of this shit. All right. It, all right. And if if only that was the worst of it. John. It, it wasn't. It gets worse. It does. Because all of a sudden, Dark Order comes out. Okay. And and, yes. and again, it, it, it's the fucking Fiend shit. Yeah. Like, like why couldn't they just not do this? Now, one of the things he said, the leader of Dark Order, Uno, he's known Chris Daniels a long time. Who's gonna be under that fucking mask? I don't care. I don't care. It, it's Uno. It's the guy who wrestled. Like, listen, like this is the fiend. I don't want the fiend. Yeah. I don't need this shit. You know. And get and granted, I'm, I'm being facetious. I'm being angry and all that no. stuff. But 
I could watch this and be happy with it. But tell me this is what I'm going to be watching. If, if you're going to be a better version of Raw and SmackDown, which, sure, I'll agree that this is better than Raw and SmackDown. Not by much. By much, even. I'll say that because it's better wrestling and it's more entertaining. But if you're going to tell me that's what I'm going to get, then I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. But don't I, tell me to change, you're changing the world and you're giving me this shit everywhere. Yeah, not even the changing the world shit. Then it's not even what... That's Kenny Omega's thing. But Tony Khan said he's not going to have this shit. He's not going to do the backstage camera shit. He's not going to do the BTE shit on this show. It was just what this shit is. It's BTE. You know, he's not going to have this. This is going to be Mid-South. This is going to be a Mid-South type. It's going to be a wrestling show. It's going to be straight up wrestling. And then going to have the storylines push the, the wrestling along. Not fucking demons coming out from the underground coming and taking people's souls and shit. You, you, feel, like, you feel like your soul to build good a little bit? What do you say? Feel like you were sold a bill of goods a little bit for this week. I, my theory is this is what we're gonna get every two weeks. It's because look at the fucking numbers; they go up. Yeah. So, so maybe this is dumb trying to grab the raw SmackDown guys for one week, and then, and then introduce like, hey, look, look at the real wrestling you could get, and then they'll do another shit episode, and then they'll do another great episode, then they'll do another shit episode. And then another great episode. And then, I don't think I have the heart for that, John. <laughs> anyway, what's next? What's next was actually another de- very decent match. Uh, Cody and the, the Brotherhood. Uh, Cody and Dustin Rhodes uh, versus Lucha Bros. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Why give it to Cody and Dustin? Why give it to Cody and Dustin? The win. If you want to build the Lucha Brothers up as a legit tag team, like a legit, a legit threat to the tag titles, if not, I mean, I, maybe you don't want Cody to get pinned. Have Dustin be the pin eater. Um, I would have gave it. I would have gave the win to the Lucha Brothers. No, nah, because you know why? Because this wasn't about the Lucha Brothers. This was about Dustin or Cody rather, um, going into the whole MJF stuff. You know, they're trying to put you know Cody up here, even though Dustin took the pin or did the pin rather. Got the pin, you know. This is a to to show them as a team. This also Arn was there, you know, right as their manager, shit like that. So it's just showing like, hey, this Arn is controlling Cody, not controlling, but he's Man. making sure right. Cody right. doesn't make any brass decisions and shit like that. You right. know, blah blah blah. You know, and you'll answer. You'll get your answer next week. Oh, <laughs> um, and all that shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I think that that's. I mean, that's a. I understand what they're trying to do with that, the answer next week shit, but come up with a different way to say that, you know? Other than them coming out every week and saying, we'll answer you next week. Remember when, when Dean said it, when um, Dean Ambrose said it last week, the booze rained down on him because that was a cop out. That was a cop out. Yeah. So who, why wouldn't they learn from that and be like, hey? Okay. Okay, anyway, move on. Please, um, please, please. So, so after this, they do the the interview in the ring. They, t- they say they're going to answer next week. Will Cody accept MJF stipulations? He's not going to answer yet. Blah, blah, blah. I like MJF, how like, go Cody was going to say, and Arn's like, no, no, no. And Arn like, kind of spoke for him. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Uh, that, I, I, that I'm okay with. Right. Because it's Arn is like, I'm not going to let him make any brass decisions. Right. I'm managing him. I'm going to make this. Well, it was still the same thing. I'll tell you next week. Yeah, yeah it's still the same shit. Though. Right. Yeah. All right, what's next? Uh, MGF comes out, does like a 10-minute promo. Um, 
which was uh, it was a good promo and all, but it was whatever. Um, and Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas out. Page comes out. Um, real quick. So what the, Diamond Dallas Page next, is ran, the, the future of this business, Diamond Dallas Page. Yes. So when Diamond Dallas Page is going on and on, you see MJF in the corner pulls out his phone. He tweeted out, Will this old guy ever shut up? <laughs> he actually tweeted if you go on I his heard, Twitter, I heard about that, it's on yeah. his Twitter. Yeah. So so MJ so so they, they go at it. MJF he's good in the ring, he's gonna get better, but his promo skills are on on point. He tells he goes he tells um Daniel I'll pay, I'll get your daughter. Oh yeah, like, and give a little bit of the bang. And then the blade, the bunny, and the butcher come out. Motherfucking blade, the motherfucking bunny, and the fucking motherfucking butcher. You don't like Ringwood, do you? No, that's what they're called. But in in the the motherfucking okay. blade, the motherfucking butcher. Okay, so they come out and they do a whole thing. They, they um, diamond off pages, a couple of diamond cutters, whatever. And they announced at next week's show, it's gonna be the blade, the bunny, and the butcher. The blade, the no, the blade. The butcher, the blade, and the bunny. No, the bunny's not. It's a six man tag. Oh, so who's who's is it MJ? Yes, it's MJF, okay. the Butcher and the Blade versus <sighs> QT Marshall, Dustin Rhodes, and Diamond Dallas Page. So two of the guys in this match have a combined age of 110. What the fuck? If this was WWE doing this, we'd be we'd be ripping them apart. So we're gonna rip them apart right here too. Why? Why what? Why have Diamond Dallas Page in the fucking ring? DDP, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. I, maybe he wanted a match Why? to go out with. <laughs> Why? He wants to sell some DDPY uh, DVDs. I don't fucking know. It makes no fucking sense. He should be like the guy like at ringside. No, have Dustin QT. Maybe they maybe they, they recruit somebody to be their partner. Or make it a tag match. It is a tag. And, no, it's a six-man tag. Yeah. But make it a regular tag. Maybe it could be QT, Marshall, Dustin versus the Butcher and the Blade. Oh, okay. And have Diamond Dallas Page and MDF ringside. Whatever. Why have Diamond Dallas Page in the match? I don't know. I'm I, I'm actually kind of curious. I just want to see how horrible he's gonna look. If he is gonna look horrible, those cutters were actually pretty good. Not yeah, when he was getting back up. But when he put when when he put them down, they look good. <laughs> I guarantee you. If nothing else, Diamond Dallas Page is either gonna do one cutter and get the pin, or he's gonna be the pin eater. One of the two. Yeah. He's not gonna do anything else. QT Marshall and Dustin are gonna carry this match. Yeah. But. Oh, I saw that. I was like, "This is the shit WWE does." And this was the thing I was talking they bring about. Nostalgia and why you don't need it. This was the thing I was talking about before, where I was like, "I'll defend this," but I was like, "No, nah, no, I'm not going to defend this." What? I mean, look, it's an again, you know, fans love the nostalgia thing. Why you don't need it? You don't. You you are you're the. No, no. This is gonna piss me off. You're getting mad at it for the wrong reasons. No, I'm I'm AW the future wrestling. Yeah, they should be they should be building the stars of the future. Don't don't put QT Marshall's a young guy. Dustin is near the end. No, he's like fifty. Yeah. Put another young guy in there to get to get some of the spotlight. You don't need Diamond Dallas Page. You don't need him. He fits the story. No, no, you're getting mad at it for the wrong reasons. It one, it, it's it's I don't know QT Marshall's. I don't know how young he is, but I don't think he's that young. Okay. Um, it, it this fits the whole Cody thing. Like this is part of his his family, the Nightmare family or whatever. So it fits for him to be there. 
Um, either one of them, QT or he's thirty four. He's not that. He's, he, he yeah. He's been he's he's, he's been around for a while. He's getting on the other. He's getting on the bad end of thirty. Right. Um. Of his thir- of his thirties. Uh, the the butcher blade versus like my problem was why have him do those cutters on the butcher and the blade. Right. You know, like they. Up to this point, they they were coming off as like fucking killer superstars. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, this six year old guy is killing them. You know that was that bothered me. I didn't like that at all. Um, but the nostalgia thing—that's you, you can't go forward on, unless you respect the the past. But, they, but AW does a lot of that though. With, no, with but that's wrestling. That's the wrestling culture. You gotta respect the past. You got to. That's why you rub your boots, you know. But like problem, that's yeah. But the problem is, they they do that. They you know Dustin gets still angry, active in the ring. Mm-hmm. Tully and Arn are still a big part, like still involved in stuff going on. Mm-hmm. They have Jim Ross and uh, Tony Giovanni, who are legendary commentators. They have enough of that, you know. I get what you're saying, I do, but they have a lot of that already. But you don't have to involve it in almost every. You don't have to involve it everywhere. It's not everywhere. But they invo- they're involved in like and they're involved in like you no know, uh, Christopher Daniels almost fifty he's involved in major storylines like you know he's doing a lot of stuff they have Luther Miss Doctor Luther whatever involved in a major storyline he's like fifty but yeah you saying they shouldn't hire old people or something like, I'm not like old wrestlers but you know you're saying you know, nostalgia is good you got you got to respect the past. But not even don't have him involved in almost every storyline, and your and your world champion is almost fifty. I'm saying I I just I get the nostalgia thing I do, but don't have him involved in almost every storyline you're doing. Every major story, every major storyline, almost every major storyline you're doing is involving as a nostalgia act attached to it. It shouldn't be like that. Nah, you want to build your future too. Yeah, but it's not a kids show. It's not. It's, it's wrestling. You know what I'm saying? They're not trying to build the young show. This is just a wrestling show. They're, right, but you want to build. You also want to build your future. Which they are doing. But it's just... I don't know. What's next? Let's move on. Uh, this was a breath of fresh air. Best Friends versus Jurassic Express. Uh, I, I love the Best Friends. I'm sorry. That, to me, that is the most... That, I'm you know gonna, what's funny? Okay. Of all, the, I mean, this is this is just more WWE type of match, but right. th- it didn't bother me, you know. And and going into AEW during the the pay per view um, preseason, if you want to call it, yeah. Um, that they were like the acts I hated the most. Remember, like right. I didn't want that to be on the main show, right? And they grew on me. Both teams, both both acts, the the best friends. Another breath. Well, Orange Cassidy mostly. Um, when I'm talking about the best friends, Orange Cassidy is usually the one that was had to grow on me for a right. little bit. I, I thought his act was funny, but like yeah. I I didn't know how good he, I didn't know if it was any good in the ring. Though. Yeah. And um, Jurassic Express was another one that had grown on me. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, like that was fine. You know. Um. But yeah, this match was fine. It was just a fun little stupid match. Did you see to... when Orange Cassidy was coming to the ring? Now you fist bump the fans. Yeah, he fist bumped people like this. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I, I, when he said that, I'm like, why is he doing it like yeah. that? And then when the fan did it, I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I cracked up when he did that. And I like their like the um best friend Tanktron has the orange art squeezing oranges in it now. Oh yeah, and they added two. Yeah, look, I'm a, to me, I'm gonna get controversial right here. Controversial statement: the best friends are probably one of the best tag teams in AEW right now. I enjoy watching. They're my favorite tag team in AEW right now. They're right. I mean, they're just fun. I, I they're see, fun. I see more Trent being a singles guy in the future than a tag guy. But yeah, they're fun. They're definitely fun. They're one of my favorite tag teams right now in AEW. I don't know why they just are. Because they're fun. You just said it. Yeah, so... Yeah, the match was fun. Marco's stunt's fun. Yeah, the match was just fun. It was just fun. Yeah. Fun. So it was a nice distraction. From the, the other shit that came before right. it. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to mention about the women's match was after you know, all that shit happened and all the women came out to help. Right. Um... We, you know, and Shida, Hikaru Shida comes out and shit like that. And then uh, Britt Baker didn't help. They're going to kill her out. Well, yeah, but I like how they're they're, they're doing that story. Right. Like, it, it's not an immediate, like, fuck you. You know, it's just her being entitled. And she's like, I'm putting my hands up. This, this is not my fucking problem. You know, it's not her just being evil. It's just her being like, listen, you weren't here for 17 weeks or whatever. Right, right. I was here all those weeks. Losing, um, but yeah, I like. I, I thought that was a like a little nuanced thing. Like we were just like, like she's like, I'm not. Yeah, that yeah, the, the Brit Baker thing didn't bother me at all. I, I kind of like how they, I like how they're doing it with her. Like you know, you know, she's just pissed that she's not involved in this. Like I'm not involved in that shit because I had nothing to do with that. I go, I'm not risking myself for this. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Fuck you guys. Fuck her. Not my problem. Right. I liked it. I thought that was good. Um. Alright, so what was after the six man tag? I, I think we go into the quote unquote main event, which was John Moxley. Is he? Isn't he? Right. I think yeah. so. Like uh, best friends and yeah. Then, yeah. Okay. Let me say this: when he came out, oh, you know why Santana Ortiz weren't there, right? Why? Santana's father passed away. Oh, uh, New Year's Day. Yeah, he passed away like New Year's Day or a couple of days after or something. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why they weren't there. Okay. I thought it was weird that they weren't there. They, you know, Jericho, you said they all they they're well clearing the road. Mm-hmm. No, Santana's father, oh, father passed away. Okay. Um, when he came out, Moxie. I mean, I knew the result already, so I was waiting to see how they were going to do it. Well, we called it. We talked about uh, probably on this show, right, or the earlier before this. The, no, we called it here. We said this because it's a it's an old trope. And you know, Team Canada did it. Uh, other older shit that have done it. It's it's. And common trope. And I and honestly, the more I watched it, like I'm wa- like I'm watching it, and when he took off his shirt and the way he was acting with them, mm-hmm. and I knew it was coming. Like, they should just kept this going, at least temporarily. No, they don't have enough time. I for just that. hate that. I I liked how they did it. At first, I was I, this was like I said, it, it opened up for me, opened up strong and ended strong. This was actually good. I was they got me. Because uh, when they did, because I wasn't keeping track of time and I didn't watch it live, so I watched. I was maybe like a half hour off when I watched it. When they, so I wasn't keeping track of the time, so I didn't know how much time was left. This felt like it took forever, right? Like it was like taking forever. I was like, holy shit, you know. And we knew 
that 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 we we called it step by step. That yeah, he's gonna yeah, open we, his we, jacket. He's gonna be wearing yeah, the t-shirt. Yeah, we did. You know, we you said know, that. You know what? And that's sad. Well, no, that's a trope. That's that fine. we could, that we that we basically booked it. We knew that we knew how they were gonna book it. Yeah, but that's that's a basic thing. I don't, that's I don't fine. Like it? Because hold on, hold on. Got it, got it. The so they did that, but thing is with this, it felt so long, and they did that on purpose, right? Because they wanted you to believe that he had turned, that he did turn, you know. Because our thoughts and my thought was, oh, I called it, but the longer it went, I was like, holy yeah. shit, he's actually joining this shit. I was like, are they actually going to try to be this different and and have him join? This is dumb. Um, and then it turned out he, he wasn't. I did like there was one scene where he went to grab right before he he turned. Yeah. He went to grab a bottle. He almost grabbed the wrong bottle. <laughs> you see that like he was like, "Oops." And he grabbed the the next one. Like can you imagine like he when he, he grabbed, grabbed the wrong the one and cracked him over there for real. <laughs> and all you hear is like clunk. <laughs> and then it's just jerk on the on the ground bleeding from his head. Um you know the, and, you know Moxie was staying character, he was just shrug his shoulders. Yeah. New stand character. Yeah. Like, fuck it. We're trained already here. Yeah. We're good. Uh, no, but I like... I thought it was fine. I thought it was... I'm not saying like it was some great thing, but I thought the ending was fine. Um, this was fine. I... Let look, me have was, this, John. This was I'm not, fine. I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> it was done good. Let, let, let me get that out of the way first. The way it was done, everything you said was right. They, they dragged it out to make you think that he was gone. Yeah. Having said that, do something different. I, I don't think they can, though. Yes, they can. It would be garbage with no, him being could. part of no, 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 no. He doesn't fit the inner circle at all. No, no. All you, the way I would do it was have him join this week. Let's hear me. This is how I would have booked it. This is how I would have booked it. Have him join this week. Because mm-hmm. the, the only people that were there were Jerick, were um, Mock, were um, Hager and, and Sammy. Yeah. He joined the inner circle. They think they got him. The next week, next week's show, he comes out with the entire inner circle, including Santana Ortiz. And then Jericho does the turn. He goes, you know what? He goes, this is the inner circle. This is my inner circle. And then Santana Ortiz and all that turn on Jericho to go back to my original idea from last week. Mm. And have and have Moxie be the leader of the inner circle. Yeah. Jericho's your face. Moxie's a bitch heel now because nobody likes him now. He, he turned on Jericho. That's the way I would have booked it. I don't know. I just don't like they look. I get that they do it. It's a it's a wrestling thing. You know, the bad guy wants to get the guy to join him. Because number, I get it. But but like you said, it's been done so often. Do something. Give me something different once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Just give me something different. Shock me once in a while. Because yeah. if they had done that, where he actually joined them, and the show went off the air with him partying in a circle, I would have been shocked. Like that's awesome. Give me something different. Shock me a little bit. Give me a surprise. Don't give me the same old, same old. Listen, after am I am I wrong in thinking that? In a sense, you're not. No, in a sense, you're not. But in a sense, I, I it's not like egregious that they want this way. Look, you're right. It's you know? not. It's just a fine ending. It's just a fine ending. But after the other shit that came in that middle hour, <laughs> this was a good capper. Like right. it's just just leave it like just this is fine. Let me ask like you a don't question. push that envelope too much. Let me ask you a question. If the whole show was good mm-hmm. and this was the ending, would you feel the same way about it? Is your in other words what I'm asking is your is your perspective of the ending skewed because the rest of the show was uh, not garbage? No, no. 
I'm, I'm fine with this. I thought this was fine. I look. I'm fine with the ending. I was I, fine when I predicted it. I was like, "This is supposed to go happen." And I was fine with it. I look. I'm fine the way they did it. It was. It was. It was done well. I'm yeah. not gonna deny that. Yeah. But give me something different. I do like he waited for the keys. He's like, "Hey, hey, yeah, yeah." Uh, you know, I need you keys. know, he, <laughs> he knows he looked at the camera at one point. Yeah. Like he, like he let us know early on that he was playing us. That he was playing somebody. Oh, I didn't see that. Didn't yeah, see at that. one point when when they were all celebrating, he looked at the camera and just kind of winked at it. Oh, I didn't see that. So, which can be one or two things. Is it fuck, think, fuck you to the camera and the fans, mm. or wait, see what happens. Wait, wait and see what happens. But I, I'll look. Again, it was done well. I would have rather seen him do something a little bit different and have him actually join. Yeah. Let me tell you one thing. I'm just going to cap off this review of uh, AEW. After that Dark Order gimmick, <laughs> John, <laughs> I almost switched over. I almost stopped it and went that, over to NXT. That bad, huh? Yeah, I, I was like, no. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm done. <laughs> For this week, I'm done. I just, I'm not watching this. I almost flipped over, but I didn't because we have this show to do. So I went. I wanted to watch. The well, show. you could have flipped over and come you know back what? and rewatch it later. You know what? As a punishment to them, next week, I'm watching NXT live. My man. I'm not gonna give you too sweet on that. Yes, you are. No. No, put your fan down. Um, <laughs> you actually watching NXT Live next week? I'm going to watch it live. You know why? Because I felt like the next day I went and watched this show. And we'll go, let's go right into NXT. Okay. I, I went to watch NXT this week. And thinking, you know what? Uh, you know what? After all that WWE bullshit, let's watch something different. And then at the opening of this fucking show... It's a fucking WWE opening type of gimmick shit where all the women interrupt each other with their fucking music yes. and chat shits. Like, but come on. Let's be fair about this. We got to see Tony Storm. Whatever. God Come damn. on. We're not that show, John. Yes, we are. We're not horny bastards. Yes, we are. <laughs> when it comes to Tony Storm, we are. Listen. Oh, one thing, uh, Rhea Ripley is horrible on the mic. Yeah. Uh, she was so trying to kill time. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. The problem is when you watch that PC stuff, I've watched a couple of them. Mm -hmm. She's so sweet. Yeah, she's adorable. She's so quiet. And the problem is because her personality is like that, it's so hard to be on the no, mic and no, no, be. No, no. She's, she's great as a fucking monster bitch. Now they're trying to have her be like this intense face, you know? Which she's not. See, they're trying to keep... Well, basically, what they're trying to do is take your your real personality but be a face about it. Like, be, be intense. She can't, she can't make her real personality intense. Yeah. She has to be a full-on heel. Yeah, because... And just rage out. Because there was a point where she was like, memories. She said, she said memories like four times or something like that. Yes, I know. She's trying that. to kill time. I was like, oh my God. And then, thankfully, like, the Tony Storm's music hits and I'm like, oh... That was a nice surprise that Tony Storm was there. Yeah, finally. Like, what the hell is she Well, she's still, she's in the UK match, title match. Yeah, but still. Like, yeah, today, you, yesterday. I hate time travel. I really do. You know, they, you figured that they would have her here more to promote that shit. Right. Um, but regardless, you know, she came in, she was finally there, and this was just other shit, and they kept getting interrupted, kept getting interrupted. EO comes out, Candice comes out. Bier, um, Bianca, uh, Bianca Belair comes out. Uh, Candice, not Candice, sorry. Um, I mean, Candice came out too, but Kylie Ray comes out. All the Larays come out. Um, uh, the uh, 
Trish Stratus comes out. Uh, uh, China comes out. China comes dead. out, even though she's dead. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> Lena Garrett, came out. Lena comes out. Yeah, all all right, you, anyway. all, everyone just tries to come out. Okay. And then there's a fucking, of Six course, the, the, the invisible GM comes out and says, hey, there's a match. Six man, the six woman tag match. You know what I'm no, saying? Did like, you see, at one point I was watching it, when Kaylee Ray got dropped on her shoulder, mm-hmm. she rolled right, like she wide got rolled right out of the ring. I'm watching, I'm like, she got hurt and she did get hurt. Oh, yeah. And she's good to go for tomorrow. Yeah. Like at one point, like, I don't know if she got power. I don't remember what the move was. When she landed, I can't remember if it was a knee or an elbow or a shoulder. But she gripped, she grabbed it and just rolled out of the ring. And you didn't see the rest of the match. Mm. And I'm like, she got fucking hurt. Oh, oh speaking of, I'm going to jump back to AEW for a second. When, when, um, at the end of the, the John Moxley segment, when Moxley paradigm shift on Jericho, do you see Jericho clutch his knee? No, I see that. Watch, go back and watch it. After he hit the paradigm shift, Jericho immediately grabs his knee. Okay. I'm like, I'm, I don't know if he was doing it on pur- Usually when a wrestler grabs their knee like that in the middle of something, it's weird. Like, something, mm-hmm. they felt something. Okay. So go back and watch it, you'll see it. But, um, yeah, so the match, six man woman match, six woman match was okay. Nothing to brag about. Yeah, the show had nothing to brag about. There was nothing exciting about that, that show. That, that main event was pretty good. Not even. Oh, okay. Well, um,. Three snarks. It was better than your show. It was better than your show. You can't. Don't tell me I'm wrong either. No, my match of the night. Then give me. I'll give you this. The you you guys win this week for interest show. Like what was the show of the night? Yeah. NXT for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not even gonna lie. But the match of the night to me goes to uh, Kenny and Adam Page. Uh, my match of the night. There was. I'm sorry. NXT had nothing to talk about. That, for me to imagine that was that Fatal 4-Way except the only part I like about the Fatal 4-Way is he, Keith Lee did that stupid rising thing which I fucking hate now oh yeah I hate that with a fight I think it's so stupid it, it. it worked the first time perfectly but they keep doing it now because it gets a pop yeah and I, and I, I gotta I kinda liked it when they did it in the Christmas episode because he had the Christmas hat on when he yeah. did it. And I thought that was funny. I was like, all right. All right, so let's... Well, let this be the last time. All right, yeah. All right, so Rhea ripped the, the faces won the match. Yeah, okay. and, and again, pure WWE fashion, the, the heels can't get along type of thing. And yeah. EO leaves or whatever the fuck. And whatever. It was whatever. I, thought, I, uh, I took notes. Uh, God. I, thought, I loved how Tony sold the spear from Bianca. Yeah. I thought that was great. Uh, I wrote something about EO falling. Did EO fall down or something like that? Yeah, I don't remember. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be totally honest with you. Full disclosure, I watched it live, but I kept dozing off during. Now because it was boring, I was exhausted. It was boring. No, I um, dozed off during AEW too. But uh, well, well, regardless, NXT was boring. Uh, there's there's nothing exciting about it. Uh, Champa pre-tape was okay. The, the, it wasn't bad. Like you know, he said no. I the t- it wasn't a bad promo. It wasn't a bad package. Yeah, it was it makes me look forward to go- the Adam Cole Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, it was whatever. Um, go- oh, what's your next match? Um, Forgotten Sons Imperium first round matchup with Dusty Rose Classic. Yeah, um, who they're trying fight? to build Forgotten, Forgotten Sons as a tag team. I see the work there. I could see them. I don't know what they'll do beyond NXT, but NXT is so lacking in tag teams right now that they're not a bad tag team. 
They are bad tag team. They're not. Imperium. Imperium. I love Imperium. Imperium oh, yeah, Imperium is great. Imperium is like my favorite tag right now of any company, really. Uh, it's one of my favorite tags. Um, uh, this version of Imperium, the, these two. Yeah. They're great. Um, this was a good match. I gave it three and a half. Uh, I, yeah, that was good. Um, regardless of how much I don't like the, the Forgotten Sons. Uh, after the, this, you have Matt Riddle did a funny little promo thing. It's a funny story about that. I think I posted it in the group. That was not the promo that he was given. He he didn't like it. He went to Triple H. Triple H said, how would you do it? He did the promo that we saw. Triple H cracked it. He was like, do that one. Mm-hmm. So Matt Riddle might be one of those guys that gets leeway in terms of doing promos. Possibly. I, I, I gotta say, I was watching it and I was like, this is bullshit. And then I was like, <laughs> like just started giggling off of it. I was like, yeah. you know what? You made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm still not... Look, I've said my thing about Matt Riddle. I like him. He's not impressed me that much in NXT yet. We'll see what happens in, we'll see what happens in this tournament. He might be one of those wrestlers that's like protecting himself for the main events. Maybe. You know, because at TakeOvers, he's great. Maybe. Right? Maybe. Yeah, it's possible. Like, like is that a lie? Like, at TakeOvers, he's, he, he comes out. But during the regular shows, he's he protects himself. Yeah. Adam Cole kind of does the same shit unless it's, unless it's like take home show yeah. go away show rather um, alright next up this is a decent match Austin Derry Joaquin Wild used to be I forgot what his name was DJ Z yeah look it was more of a show match for Austin Derry yeah I didn't care like um I like Austin Theory. Exactly. Austin Theory's match at the Christmas show was a lot better. It was. It was more of a main event type of match. Yeah. I mean, this was more of a. This is a glorified squash match. Yeah, it was an extended squash match. But you know, we got to see we got to see Austin Theory show himself a little bit more. They gave him a new finisher. I guess they got rid of the. The other finisher he had. Right. Now he does the T- that leaping TKO. Yeah. yeah instead yeah. of that weird twisting movie you used to do before. Alright, next up. Um, Undisputed Era versus Gallus and another first round of Dusty Rose Classic which Undisputed Era took. Which I kind of expected. Yeah, I didn't like this one. It was it was good. It was good for what it was. It wasn't bad. Yeah, this was boring. Uh, crowd was dead. The crowd, I think the crowd was more dead because they didn't know who these UK guys were. No one, like, Gallus sucks to me. I don't like Gallus. See, what I think the tournament should have been, it should have been U.S. versus U.K. Like, one side should have been all the U.S. matches, so you would have a U.S.-U.K. finals match, rather than mix them. No, because they're doing this at the... World's Collide. World's Collide. So, World's Collide could be U.S. versus U.K. at the the finals of the World's Collide. In other words, the last match is going to be a World's Collide, right? Mm -hmm. So, you have the first four teams U.S., the second four teams UK matches. So you're guaranteed a US UK match in the finals. You know what I'm saying? I guess. That, I would have done that. Ask. That's what I thought, honestly. When they said that's how they were doing the tournament, I thought that's how they were going to do it. And then if you look at this, Gallus is going to lose tomorrow. Yeah. Because why they, unless they just wasted a World's Collide match on this show. Right. So Gallus is definitely going to lose to whoever the fuck they're fighting. Is it they're, the, they're in the um. Oh, I'll turn it right now. Hold on. I I believe they're in that the fatal four way for the tag belts. Yeah. So whoever wins that, it's not gonna be Gallus. It's gonna be some other team. I kind of hope it's um, Mark Andrews and Flesh Morgan Webster. Uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be something different. So when we see them with UE, 
Yeah. It'd be great. So this this was boring to me. All right. All right, so next up, so Johnny Gargano comes out for a promo, interrupted by Finn Balor, saying they're setting up that match at TakeOver. They're actually fighting at TakeOver Portland. Oh, one other thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. What, the, the UE versus Gallus? I know you didn't catch this. What? But Fish was half in the ring when he took a he took a tag. I didn't notice it. Is that the rules? I might have been dozing. Is that I, the rules? No, it's not. I mean, it's funny how no That's one fine. calls it. No one calls it when it's NXT. Because WWE gets a pass. I Shut up. <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was dozing off during this whole card, so hmm? I can't go by that. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah, whatever. Hmm? Half in when he so, took a pass. So, that, I mean... <laughs> I know, I mean... The, it was, the Gargano thing was okay. It was nothing to brag about. Yeah, I wrote, not a bad Johnny promo. The crowd was dead for it, though. And there were weird boos, and I wasn't sure if they're booing him or not. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Like, he's just... He doesn't come off as a guy that you want to get behind. You he, know? Look, Johnny Wrestling is great in the ring. When he's in the ring, you're behind him. Because he's so... But he's, when he does his promo stuff, yeah. you're like... He's not intense, and he's not like... See, that's he's, why... It's a dork. And he, he worked better with Tommaso, because Tommaso could be the mouth. And he had Tommaso better... Ciampa could give Mike could give promos. Yeah, it was it was also a better story between the two, you know. Yeah. But the it's just this was and then Finn comes out says whatever the fuck he says, and then does the pew pew. I'm tired of the pew pews. Can we stop that? That's un- enough. Yeah. Even when he was in Bullet Club, he wasn't that pronounced with his pew pews. It was just him going like this. Now he's like. I'm I'm acting like Finn right now. Yeah, I know you are. Just just for the audio. Yeah. 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 I'm like that's un- Ugh. You know, and then he arches his back in that weird way to do it. I'm like, look, I'll be honest with you. I don't if the Gargano Bella match turns out to be a great, phenomenal fucking match. All that's forgiven. We, we we're getting a great match. Um, hopefully. All right. Next up, Mia Yim versus Caden Carter. Yeah. Um, go, another go fight squash match. Yeah, yeah, I, I wrote uh, three three snarks for me. It was it was another extended squash match. It and, was whatever. Um, Very Chelsea Green came out with Robert T Stone as her manager. Yeah, Robbie Robert, E. Robbie E. Yeah. And Chelsea Green, we thought she was gonna get the call because yeah. she was on Raw, but she looks like Vanessa Van S. Huh? Vanessa Van S. Yes. Right. Wait. Main event. Rob, wait, wait. Robbie okay. E. Vanessa Van S. Mia Yim. Uh, who else? Uh, Joaquin Wild. You guys are like 2015 TNA right now. You guys are 2016 Ring of Honor, 2015 TNA right now. Whatever. The future, the future of this business. <laughs> no, what? Because we're taking town that was wasting away in Ring of Honor and TNA, and we're making it great. Oh wait, you got Make, more. We're making wrestling great again. You got Grimes too, coming up. Who's not bad? No, he's great. He I did like, deserve. I like the, look, I'll, I'll, I will say this. He, I understand why he was in this match, the main event. Mm-hmm. It could it should have been a triple threat. Oh, before we get to the main event, they announced. Um, uh, fuck is his name? Oh, Alex Shelley. Yeah, the TNA guy. <laughs> but you know what? They, I, they, it makes sense. The history is there. Yeah, but still another TNA. The time guy. split. They're calling themselves out of time. Out of time, yeah. Which is a cool name. It fits all times for the thing. Yeah. All right, main event. 
Fatal Four Way number one contenders for the UK for the um, North American belt. Keith Lee defeat Dominic Dijakovic, Cameron Grimes, and Damian Priest. Um, I enjoyed this match. This match, not of the match at night for me, it was pretty close though. I enjoy, I enjoyed the hell out of this match. I will say this was, was a hard hitting match. It was my match of the night for NXT for sure. Um, I did like it. I even liked the spots they gave Grimes. I thought they yeah. gave Grimes some good spots. Grimes is a mid-card guy. So right. I don't mind him being here. He, he took the pin. Yeah. yeah right? um, so, yes. That, that's, yeah, uh, Keith Lee him. Yeah. Um, so that's fine because he's a mid-card guy. He's not right. He's not getting the push-push yet. He's just, he's a young lion type of guy. You know what I'm saying? So he's going against the, the, the main eventers. He's going to lose. Right. But they gave him great spots to be in, where right. he lifted Keith Lee at one point, and, right? And then he did some crazy ass moves on Dijak. You know, they gave him good spots to shine, and then he took the L. And they did, did the, the Keith Lee rises thing. Yeah, again, we already talked about that. Yeah, there was a great spot where he he pounced Dijak out of the ring. Yeah, and that was that popped me for. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know. And then he hit the the apron and shit like that. I was like, holy shit. That was a good, good move. This, See, it was exciting. What's good about Kami, like you said, Cameron Grimes is the mid-card guy. He's the pin eater of the match. Mm-hmm. But you you put him in there with more talent to show how good he is. And let me tell you, they gave the the amount of spots they gave him gave me the sense like, maybe they'll give it to him. Yeah. Just to change shit up. They didn't. They went fine. with the obvious choice. The, but that's another problem I had. Keith Lee, like, all of a sudden, I feel like he's getting demoted. You know what I'm saying? There was no follow-up to any of that Survivor Series war game shit. It was just, he's in the championship, and now he's not. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. He's, let's just demote him to the North American title. Like, like but maybe Canadians and shit like NXT that. NXT will do what WWE's do with the Intercontinental title. Like, right now, the Intercontinental title and the U.S. title for... Uh, Sort of, it's kind of one of those titles that's jumping around person to person. Like nobody really holds it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those titles that's dead for somebody something to do. I think what NXT might be doing with the North American belt is making it valuable. Like right now, Roderick Strong is the champion, mm-hmm. and he's defeating everybody that gets in front of him. They're not they're not hot potatoing the title. I got a feeling that they're making the North American title mean something. Like Roderick Strong is maybe Keith Lee will be, or maybe he'll be Keith Lee. But they're making the North American people want people want the North American title. It's not a gimme title anymore. We're just jumping from person to person. I don't know. It, it just it still feels like a demotion of the Lee. Well, we'll see what me. happens. I mean, like it, he because because NXT's gonna be in the Royal Rumble because they're a third brand. Yeah, Keith Lee might show up show up in the Royal Rumble. Like he might show that he belongs. And win the Royal Rumble? I don't think he's not going to win it. Then what the fuck is the point? But he'll win. I'm sure he's going to be there. Of course he's going to be and there. He's going to probably gonna eliminate a stars. few people. Oh, though I would not would not mind seeing him and Brock go up one-on-one. That'd be great, yeah. So they could do things with him. You know, just of course they he, can. But just because he's, get, he's in North, fighting for North American title in a couple of weeks doesn't mean he's going to win it. Doesn't mean he's not going to move to Raw SmackDown. Uh, but I'm saying, like, right now... They had this momentum behind them. They and then they he gets demoted down to the next belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like going for the world title. And then now I couldn't go for that. Now I'm gonna go for this. Well, I mean, they're doing the right thing. You know, give 
main right thing. I don't know if that, but Tommaso Tomas, Champ is on a limited limited timeline right now. Yeah. No, with the neck and everything. You think they give him the belt? I think they get back to Tommaso Champ. You think so? I do. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna get. I think Tommaso gets it back at some point. I think we'll see Tommaso Champ or Keith Lee for the for that title at some point down the line. Maybe. Um. So. Overall, I enjoy. Like I said, to me, this is probably the match of the night for me. Yeah. You know, I, I will say the best part of the whole of both shows was you ranting about them. Listen, match of the night for me between both shows was eight, uh, Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus Private Party. I thought they did great work there, great storytelling, great booking of it all. Mm. Um, the it just felt like one show took Monday to Wednesday and the other show took Friday to Wednesday and we got this shitty wrestling and sad part is if you, if you take both shows combine them you actually get a decent wrestling show they both had their good points they both had their shitty points yeah. but combined it's actually a decent night of wrestling if you take it at face value yeah so I'm gonna keep my promise next week I am watching NXT does, Live. Does that mean I have to watch AEW Live? I really don't want to do that. No, you don't have to. You do what you want. I am going to do what I want. But I damn right. But as a punishment, until you know AEW learns... On. You know what? No. Don't do that. I'm going to tell you why I don't do that. Don't do that. Watch AEW Live. No. Why? You, you said you were going to tell me why. Because you are a fan, right? Yeah. But... Give, anyway, I'm sorry. Watch it again. Maybe they'll... I'm not saying I'm not going to watch it. Watch it live. But I'm not going to watch it live. You're not no. going to do it. No. I think you should. Because I don't feel like I'm going next week. Next week, they they, they called the, the the card out there already. We're having... It's Bash at the Beach. Bash at the Beach. And there's... They're, they're going to... I'm sure the Dark Order is going to appear again. I'm sure they're going to do remember more when it, like, I remember when the Dark Order first debuted. You were so excited. No, not for the Dark Order per se, but I was like, let me see what this... No, I shat on them. Yeah, but Because I was done with it. I was you like, shat this on them, then when they changed it up into like a cult thing, you were... Then I was up again. I was like, they did good. And then they... I feel like they pulled the trigger on them too soon. Yeah. And I feel like they should just sweep it under the rug. Sweep this shit under the rug. Pretend like it never happened. Trust me, we'll get over it. We'll get over it. And then just have them disappear for a while. And then I'll come back as... Whatever, different gimmick, you know. But anyway, I. Where, where was I going with this? I have no oh yeah, I, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch NXT live. You know why? Because I felt like I wanted to NXT here, angry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I wanted something different, you know, and I didn't get something different. NXT gave me the same WWE bullshit that AEW gave me. But at least, at least NXT had the excuse that contentedly were part of WWE. AW is like, you know what? We're just going to do something completely no, different. No, because NXT has been, bit, you know, I've said it here, they've been doing pretty good. They were giving me the different show that I wanted from AW. You know what this NXT show felt like a little bit? Felt like SmackDown. If, no, it felt a little bit. It felt like an old NXT show before they were live. Uh, I don't agree with that. NXT back then before they were live was great. But I'm talking about like the, like the, the, uh, the uh, the the Dusty Rose Classic matches. 
I don't fans was not into those matches. So I just felt like I feel like it's hard. Like the only match really where they they the crowd died was the Gallus match. And that is saying a lot. Because this is a crazy-ass crowd. Yeah. This is just full sale. It's not like going to different arenas every week. Full sale gets crazy. They are super supportive of NXT. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's like stoked before the show starts, you know? When they say, hey, we need you guys to get fired up or whatever. But regardless, they you hear them when they're loud, they're crazy, you know? And they cheer for everyone, heel or face, whatever. They're just constantly fucking cheering. Whatever is annoying or not, they're they're a lively fucking crowd. Sometimes I hate it, but <laughs> but at least they're a lively fucking crowd. And for that Gallus match, they were dead. I was like, oh my god. Figured they would have been cheering just on this beat era beating them. They're like, yeah, no, but they weren't. It was just a dead crowd. It was a boring match. I don't know why. I don't know why the UK division likes Gallus. Like, they, they keep pushing them. Like, stop it. The coffees are not great. And the coffee has a match with Walter, doesn't he? Yeah. The, the, the other no, coffee. One of them does. They're brothers. So one yeah. of them is in the tag team, one of them is a single guy. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't know. Like, this is, I don't know. This is the second or third takeover main event, too. Right? Because he had one with Pete Dunne. Uh yeah, and I think he might have had another. That match was horrible. Was it horrible? But you could they, tell they, they had they, no chemistry. They, they, that, I was like, they had no fucking chemistry. chemistry. Yeah. yeah, I know. You know, Pete Dunne's one of those guys that could make anybody look good. Yeah, but the chemistry wasn't there. And how many times did they go up to that top rope to do See, that? I'm gonna say, spill. I hate, that is one of the things I hate in wrestling. We talked about it when they miss a spot. Mm-hmm. I I think AEW is pretty good at not doing it. WWE does it a lot. When they miss a spot, they try to go back and try to redo the spot. Because I feel like, move on. Yeah, I feel it's because NX, um, not NXT per se, but AWE has a set way. Right. The match has to go this way, or else it's fucked. And then they're probably told, you know, do all the spots as you're supposed to do them. Where you have shows like AEW or New Japan or any other promotion, where it's on. like just move on, just be professional. Get the right. crowd over. And I'll say, AW, off the top of my head, did redo a spot once. Um, but, it, but it made sense. Uh, it was the Rihu versus Nyla Rose. And Rihu was supposed to do this strength spot where she was supposed to flip Nyla Rose over her head. But Rihu right. was so fucking small, it didn't work. Right? Like, she, she buckled at, and... Nyla Rose, professionally enough, just looks at the crowd and laughs like, ha, 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 she couldn't do it. And then picks up Nyla Rose and they fight for a little bit and then they redo spot because the spot was important to what where they needed to go. Right, right. So for reasons like that, I, I can be okay. But like the the Pete Dunne and uh, Coffee match yeah. where they were went to the top rope three times. Yeah. And they kept doing it and they kept fucking up. I'm like, just lay down. Just lay down on the ground. Pretend you did the spot. All right? And yeah. then just move on from there. You don't have to redo that to get well, to the get, spot. No, take the body slam. And that's yeah. how you ended up down in the back. Exactly. You know? Uh, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. Um, 
Next week, Frank, we will review NXT as we're both watching it live. So I'm curious if Frankie's opinion is going to be of it watching it live. Yeah, like, like, let me see how I feel not going into it angry. Now, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Yeah. Will you see the results of AEW before you watch it, or are you going to try to avoid the results? I always avoid the results. I, like, going into NXT, I don't know the results. I never yeah, do. AEW, I kind of know the results a little bit, but I still watch it only partially because of the show, and partially because I'm interested in how they got there. I only watch this show at AEW because we, we're doing this. You know? Like, I... We are so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. we go back. we go back. We're so... We were so close to getting what we wanted every week. Getting away from the WWE t- uh, the tyrancy. Like, the tyrant. You know, that WWE is. Yeah. You know? Just getting away from that. And getting a great show every fucking week. And, and AEW was supposed to be that show. Can I ask you a question? How much would it kill you if the leader of Dark Order ended up being Matt Hardy? Bring the next old, another old WWE guy in. How I don't know. That I mean, it's still the same. It would still be the same bullshit that they're doing now. It will just be just as worse. What if it's Tony Khan as the leader? That's, like, yeah. That, but I, I, like, I think that would break you. Probably. Because I feel like being portrayed at that point. Because Tony Khan was the one who said, like, we're not going to do that shit. And they're doing that shit. He lied to you. You know? I just feel like he just lost control. And then all of a sudden, these other people are in his ear. Like, listen, do this. This is what see, people the, like. His, see, Tony Khan loves wrestling. We know, we know that. He needs a legit booker. The problem is he has Kenny, the Bucks, and Cody booking. But he has final say. But he's not like a wrestling guy like that type. Like in that world like that. But they need to bring is. somebody. He's in that world, but he's not like... A, he's not... In, in that world they need to bring somebody who has experience with this to have the final say over Tony Khan like in terms of wrestling stuff give that to Cody like I feel like you have Kenny See, booking is- the women's and I think you have the Bucks booking the tags and then you have well I don't think Kenny's booking the women's I think he's he's their talent scout yeah but, but I think Brandy's I think Brandy's booking the women's Which is, obviously right. <laughs> and, and then <laughs> And then you have the Bucks booking the tags, and you have Cody booking his shit, and then you probably have Jericho booking his stuff. I feel like all the top people are booking their own shit. They should have one guy booking everything. Yeah, and just let that. Roll. But not Tony Khan. Like they should bring somebody in. I wouldn't mind Tony Khan because Tony Khan's vision, I feel, is what Cody's vision is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The problem is that if you're gonna have Tony Khan do it, you gotta have somebody next to him. Like, yeah, oh, like a consultant type situation. Let no. that be Cody. Because Cody's vision is what I want. Every time we during the preseason, and and, and we talked about the shit, the shows and stuff like that, and and I said, the the vision I want for their live show, this was during Snarky Geeks. The vision I wanted for their live show was Cody's vision. You know, and the first you few see that reviews were Cody's vision. No, it was mixed, and and I talked about that. I was like, I had a I have a problem with the comedy stuff. Uh, and and I didn't want that. I wanted Cody's vision. And you can tell that there was a vision for Cody where it was that, that straightforward wrestling show with like interesting stories, like powerful emotional stories in there, stuff like that. And it, it felt very southern, very midwestern, you know, mid mid south type of story, you know? And that's what Tony Khan said he was. Like Tony Khan said that that's what he's always been a fan of. He was a tape trader, he said. He was on the websites, the forums back in the day. You know? 
You know, he's a listener to to Wrestling Observer. You know, that's what he says he is. I don't fucking see that in this show right now. You know what it reminds me of a little bit right now? You're going to hate this. I'm going to say it. WCW is around the year 2000. Like what? That, that's what it reminds me of. Good matches, but a lot of crap in between them. That's kind of what I'm saying right now. Too much crap going on. I just think, think he should... I think someone needs to tell Brandy no. Someone needs to get, to have a hard conversation and be like, Brandy, we know you're a v- EVP or whatever the fuck you are. Brand, the, the brand, Chief Brandy, Chief Brandy, Chief Brandy, Brandy officer. officer. But that thing is hilarious, by the way. That's the way they named it. You are not going to be doing this. Because it's horrible. See, I think the problem is, I, I got a feeling... That Cody's overriding a lot of people when it comes to shit like that. Like he's like, Cody's probably like, "This is what I want to do." Cody? Yeah, because you know Cody's probably telling Tony, "Oh, telling Tony Khan, I want my wife involved in this." Well, maybe. Yeah, no. I mean, and Tony, like, Tony Khan's probably like, "This," and he's back in his head, like, "This sucks," but if Cody wants it. I can't say no. Well, I don't know. Like I feel like, like I said, I think I feel like Cody's booking his things and Brandy's booking her things. Jericho's booking his things. His, yeah. And then Kenny's booking his things. Well, Kenny came out and said, say, he did a Q&A on Twitter. Yeah, his own little Q&A, yeah. And one of the things he said about, but the, somebody asked him about, well, you be going back to being like, I don't know the exact wording of it, about him being the best bout machine. He's like, I go, I've done, Kenny said, I've done everything I've wanted to do in wrestling. Mm. I've achieved my dream. I'm pushing the next generation, which is great. Now we need Kenny Omega. <laughs> now we need the best bout machine. Yeah. Cause look, give Kenny Omega the AEW championship. Let him run with it for a while, mm-hmm. and have a younger talent beat him for it. That's how you build the younger talent. Yeah. But my Don't problem, build the younger talent by losing to them. Have him beat you when for a title. My problem with Kenny is that I feel he he does have a big stake with the women's division too. Like I think he does want to see that progress further too. Because he is, I don't know, I don't think he books all their matches, but he does book something. And he does the talent scout, and I know he's trying to push a intergender league thing here, where kind of like the mixed match type. Of thing. Right, right. I'm not sure how AEW will do it, but I know they're trying to push that too because they did push that a little bit on the BTE stuff. Right. Where Kip and um, Penelope Ford had a little in- altercation between him and Riho in, in in the hallways and shit like that. So I do feel like he's trying to get that up. He did mention that there was going to be a women's tag at some point. Maybe that's going to turn into a mixed tag um, title. Yeah. Or something like that. Which would be cool and different. Yeah. I would if, like if, that. If it's done right. If it's done right, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Let's, let's, let's put a cap on this. Uh, oh, yeah. And they, they need a six-man title. I think a six-man title would be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, do you think they need more and more titles? They need they need they need a secondary title. They like a, they like need a TV a sec- title type of situation, huh? like a TV title type. Of yeah, situation? or a US title intercontinental, something like something along those lines. And and I say the six man title because it'd be something different. I can I mean maybe the six man. I I think I can wait. I do like the idea of their diamond ring, the the diamond double yeah. thing, because it gives a reason to fight for other stuff. 
that isn't a title. You know what I'm saying? Like a trophy or a ring. Right. It's for prestigiousness. It's not for a ranking or anything like that. It's just for, like, I'm this good. I got this ring, you know, 40,000 yeah. ring. So it's kind of like New Japan kind of has, like, the Super J Cup. Which, is it the Super J Cup? Yeah, Super J Cup, where it's you don't get, like, a title shot or anything. Like you get, like, a jacket, a gold jacket and a little trophy. Kind of like golf does. Yeah. With the UF Open. So it's just prestigiousness that you're getting. You know, it's not a... Right. It's not a one-way ticket to the world title or anything like that, or the junior heavyweight title or anything like that. It's just, you did this. You earned this. And that's going to go next to your name. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of like them introducing little things like that with, like, the Diamond Dozen ring and stuff, stuff like that. Um, another title, I can wait a little bit before they introduce a new title. Because I just feel like they need to start getting shit in order first now before they throw another wrench into it. Yeah. You know? I think another title is just going to be like, here's more different main event stories, you know? And then that's just going to be more complicated shit. Let's get this shit in. Let's get the train back on the tracks. See, see the six-man title would work. It did like the NWA did it. Where it was Dusty and the Road Warriors were the six-man champions. They didn't defend it that often. They didn't team all the time. Mm-hmm. But they defended it. Yeah. Like, Dusty was a six-man champion, but he would just do his own thing. And then the NWA said, you got to defend the belt. Okay, well, well you got to defend the belts. And they would defend it. Yeah. Like, they didn't get the storylines together that often. They just defended the titles together. Yeah. So you could do something like that. You could team up, like, like the Jurassic, you could have, like, Jurassic Express teaming up. Give them the six-man belts. But Jack Perry will go for his title. Do whatever he's gonna do, but they're still the six man champion. They come out and defend it whenever he wants. You have SCU as the world AEW world tag and the world six man tag. They're not gonna defend it all the time, but they are the six man champions. Hmm. So stuff like that. You don't yeah. make it a storyline. They just get they had a chance. Like they're not involved. In they they'll, they'll do they'll do they'll do a program with another trio. Then they move on to then they move on not doing anything for like another month. Then they go on to the next program. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like the centerpiece, but it's just there. Yeah. It gives town something to do. All right, let's put a wrap on this. It's been a long show. Um, that's our show. Next week, Frankie will watch NXT Live, and we'll get his opinion about it. I'm kind of curious. So, so I want to see how it would be if I don't go in angry. Yeah. So remember, guys, uh, keep it in the ring. We'll see you all next week. Cheers. Cheers.